So I'll say it again for the people who weren't here when say we weren't recording. We're back. For when we weren't recording 10 seconds ago. Put it on the poll. Are we messy? I don't know if you, uh, and again, to put this for our listeners, we're recording on Sunday. So Saturday night just happened. Mm-hmm. That usually precedes Sunday morning. Correct. Not usually. always, though. Not always. I don't know if you have the same reaction to what we watched last night. From uh, who? Not talking about the UFC fights. Okay. Not talking about Duke tromping over UNC. Which was fun. Completing the season sweep, by the way. Uh, no, not talking about <laughs> any of those. I'm talking about what the 76ers, your Philadelphia 76ers mm. are able to do. What a flip from Monday. Because I don't know how you take it that they not only, after losing the home half of a home and away with the Heat, and mm-hmm. then going to Miami and beating the Heat without Joel, getting Joel back, Flying to Milwaukee, the best team in their conference, and snapping the Bucks' 16-game winning streak. Mm. They had not lost since the 156th Congressional Congress, or whatever the hell it's called, (laughs) was Inaugurated. inaugurated. Inaugurated? Sworn in? Uh, sure. Either. Mm. They hadn't lost since January 21st. They went a month and, I mean, a month and a half, really, without losing. And the 76ers go up there, erase an 18-point deficit. Yeah, that's when I tuned Scoring 40-plus <laughs> points in the fourth quarter, you know, money time. And it's led by James Harden and Joel Embiid, the exact two people you want it to be led by. And and supporting cast, Tyrese Maxey. Dare I say I'm ready to get hurt again. I mean, <laughs> this team, it feels like every week gives me either the highest of highs or the lowest of lows. And I don't know how you guys feel about it. If this is just like, a, okay, both had a really good game. Both happened to be against the right team. Like, how do you uh, react? Here's what I think. And, and and it comes off of seeing I was at the Monday night game against the heat, which the Sixers probably should have won that handedly, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, the basketball gremlins were guarding the hoop because they had a possession where they shot four times. Two of them were layups and two of them were open shots missed every single one. Mm. That is pathetic. And then they had Tweedledee and Tweedledum on referee calling the Bombiest calls I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. Tyrese Maxey fouls out. I don't think he's ever fouled out before in his entire career, but whatever, whatever, whatever. So you lose that game by one score, and then you go and easily hand the Heat an L. Yeah, without Two your days best player. Later. Without yeah. your best player. Um, I think it just points to how streaky the Sixers are. 
uh, which is dangerous. That's something you don't want. Certainly, if you get hot at the right time. I mean, true, true. We may have a Phillies incident going on right here. That's right. Um, and you know me, I'm the resident doc hater. I still hate him. He still stinks. <laughs> um, but and and it, it's it's something with the Sixers that you can see. I feel like we can see the problem. Sure. The James Harden, Joel Embiid pick and roll needs to happen every single possession. I, Evan, Evan, <laughs> since Daryl Morey I'm came out you. publicly and said, yeah, why aren't we running that every time? Doc is like, oh my God, I never knew this I, existed. I, I sit, couldn't been sitting in the back of the fridge. I couldn't see it. We have like, an all-star center and an all-star guard. Well, all-star snub guard. Yeah. Uh, let's put him in the pick and roll every time. And you know what? Every possession in the fourth quarter w- started with that. Yeah, and it works. Every time you have a seven foot center and a probably Hall of Fame guard, just do it. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. PJ Tucker's going to go run into somebody. Let him do that. Sure. That's his job. Tobias yeah. Harris is going to, you know, linger around. Maybe there be there for a shot. Maybe there to pick up a, a deflection. Yeah. That's what he's there for. And Tyrese Maxey is going to be there for when your big guys are tired. Let him rush the basket. Sure. I could coach this team. I can't coach the bench because those guys kind of stink. So looking (laughs) forward now as we just, you know, go on the road and beat the best team in the East, who I think is, you know, one of the best Mm -hmm. two, three teams in the NBA. Um, Looking forward now, I I don't know where to project this Sixers team. Because all season I've been like, yep, second round exit, second round exit. And now I'm just, I'm not sure. I mean, if you really think about it, they've put together a decent run even though they had in the last five they've lost uh or last six they've lost three okay so they're 500 yeah but they lost to boston after leading by 15 and missing in quotes a buzzer beater yeah that could have been one um miami same thing then they beat miami again and dallas that game that ga- it came- that game was f- Again, they fight back from down 20. They get it within four. Obviously, that's as close as they got it. Dallas kind of pulls away there at the end. But even so, I mean, these games are close, and it really has me thinking, in a seven-game series, Yeah. if this team proves that they're able to travel, because they do have two more road games here, um, and their second-half schedule doesn't get much easier. The the next five-game stretch is probably the easiest time they have in the rest of the season. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. this is the time where I think you you know you lean heavily into that pick and roll, get them comfortable against the yeah. the Pacers yeah. and the Cavs. I, iron and, out know. the de- the the details and the tiny little mistakes because that's what's preventing right. them from winning in these close games. Yeah. Like if they get those tiny little mistakes done, yeah, getting healthy because I know PJ Tucker sure. and and Tobias got hurt. But yeah. anyway, it, it's got me believing. I'm like, Ooh, I, maybe I know, Sixers but it's going like, around here. But know. that is classic Sixers, though. <laughs> it is. It's it is. like, oh, number one seed. We're cruising. Get beat by Atlanta in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. This is the Red Shirt Water Boys podcast, something that we try to do every week. But last week, couldn't do it. I was away. Uh, Evan was away the week before in Baltimore. I took last week. You should week really schedule it at the same time. Uh, Sydney, why are you not in Baltimore? I've been week? trying to get to Baltimore. Well, well soon enough, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but this is episode 95. It's been a while since we talked. I think the last time we did, we were still, re- you know, recovering from the Super Bowl fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're going to try and go a little bit NFL-less. If NFL-less. there ever was a sports talk show that couldn't go without NFL. It's definitely us. It's this one. 
but kind of sticking, you know, with the NBA and, you know, the headlines that have been swirling this week. They've been um, bubbling and festering. Silas, how much do you like being right? I don't. I, so. <laughs> I just biggest, don't believe that for one the second. The biggest stories of the week surrounded the Memphis Grizzlies and their star player, Ja Morant. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to this show for any iota of time, you know. Is that that's a word, right? Yeah, an iota. It's an ex- team, extremely small division of something. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't have used it in that context, but it worked. But it did. So if you've ever listened to this show for any amount of time, uh, you know that I wasn't super high on the Grizzlies. Now, they had gone as high as the one seed. Uh, they've fallen as far as the play-in seeds. Um, but they've been up and down and up and down. And I kind of planted my flag in the camp of this is not a team that is going to do it in the playoffs. They are too big for their britches. They walk like they're, you know, what don't stink. Uh, and that's not the kind of team that kind of wins the championship all that often. Well, this week, I, I mean, the <laughs> wheels on the wagon were I'm seeing just, bolts go everywhere. Right oh, now. my God. Flying down the road because their star player finds himself in just controversy after controversy. Uh, stories are being reported uh, left and right about John Morant and his inability to understand his, first of all, celebrity, uh, his, <laughs> you know, power and status uh, and what that means for what he, like how he acts on a normal basis. So mm-hmm. the first story that we had heard, it was a couple months ago, but on the Pacers bus was leaving Memphis and on the way out, they saw like this red, what they said, laser pointed at their bus, which I don't know if you know anything about firearms and how they kind of track, but it does shoot out a red laser. So people were like, yo, what's going on there? Uh, And they said it came from the direction of someone who was with John Morant. So they're like, whoa, what's going on here? Mm. That was like the first weird thing. Don't love that. And that got people digging because that's what reporters do. They dig. And what they uncovered was just... I want to say scandal after scandal. I I mean, again, all these things are allegedly true, but seems corroborated with, you know, evidence and, you Mm. know, eyewitness testimonies. The second (laughs) incident was John Morant's mother went to a shopping mall and she felt disrespected by an employee of said shopping mall. So she called her son and he shows up with a gaggle of people, I'll say. And they are like looking for the head of security to try and like get into a kerfuffle. And they start, you know, asking questions like, hey, when does this guy get off work? And, you know, like just threatening questions. Mm -hmm. And it's the kind of thing that you don't normally see out of somebody who makes hundreds of millions of dollars playing a children's game. Children's game. Basketball. I mean, basketball is a children's game. This football children's game as evidenced by the third story that came out, which was that Ja Morant punched a 17 year old kid who he was playing pickup basketball against earlier this year while he mm. was at his house. Um, just weird things like trying to prove himself when you're already in the NBA 
is an odd way to go. And I guess what it means for the Grizzlies in the immediate future is he was suspended, I guess, by the team for two games as they kind of investigate. They try to get all the facts, you know. And we know how these investigations go. They go as long as it takes to get it out of the news, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, sweep, start. Sweep, sweep. Exactly. Wait, did you see the other thing that he had? Yes. On, okay, on Instagram. Yes. So all of that comes to pass this week. And by Friday, we're like, yeah, what is happening with John Morant? Like, he's punching 17-year-olds. He's threatening mall security guards. He's put someone close to him, allegedly pointing a gun at a Pacers bus. Then it comes to pass on Saturday when he goes on Instagram Live and he's at some sort of club. I won't, you know, speculate what kind of club it was. (laughs) Um, But he pulls out... A gun and is just flashing the gun. Brandishing. Oh, look at you. That's the correct term for uh, showing a gun in a threatening way. Brandishing his firearm on Instagram Live, which has to be, given the week John Morant's already have, I I mean, the most tone-deaf thing he could have done because people are already like, yo, what kind of person is this? Like... Yeah, his PR team was probably like, dude, you need to chill before this happened. Burn that And that down. happened, they were like, like, I quit. What afterwards. the heck is going on? So all of that to be said, John Morant, like what is going on with John Morant? Here's what I, the question I want to pose to you guys and kind mm-hmm. of discuss here mm-hmm. uh, is would you build your franchise around this kind of person or like what would you do if this happened with James Harden or, or somebody who was, you know, part of your, like, how do you deal with that? So I, I don't, I'm, I am admittedly not a Grizzlies fan or interested in the Grizzlies at all. So I don't know what their roster looks like. Are, is their roster built around his strengths and weaknesses? I, I mean, for sure, because he's a generational talent. We can all agree he's an amazing player, yeah. but what the heck kind of baggage is this to bring? I don't know. I, the NBA is hard because I feel like a lot of, well, I see the NFL kind of does the same thing. Like they just get like, whoosh. yeah, like you said, once the media cycle completes, right? He's back. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they do. They, man, because it, it's like brandishing a weapon is not a crime per se. It's not always a crime. It could be a crime, right? Um, but it's not always a crime. So these are just character flaws. They're not criminal records. So in that, not saying it's right or correct. But I think Memphis, small market, they're going to say, he didn't break the law. We'll mm-hmm. just suspend him. He'll, you know, he'll slap on the wrist and we'll move on. He'll get a, uh, a counselor a la Kyrie with mm-hmm. his, with his, uh, his uh, anti-Semitism and uh, he'll learn a lesson and in quotes. I, I think, you know, to your point, they've already said, you know, he's going, he released a statement yesterday after everything kind of came out about the Instagram live. But he said, you know, I'm sorry I disappointed the fans, but I'm most sorry to, like, the teammates and the people that I'm letting down in the organization, which, you know, very professional of him to do. Um, But it's weird because to a certain extent, right, he has this mindset of I'm an underdog, people are going to doubt me, but now I have the money and the influence and the power to have, you know, a, a squad of people around me that can be threatening to whoever I need to threaten uh, to gain the respect. I feel like 
the counseling gets you mm-hmm. to a place where you're like, I don't feel I need that because my merits are enough for under- people to respect and understand me. What it doesn't correct is the what seems like anger towards a 17-year-old that Ja invited to his house to play pickup basketball. Yeah. Like, from the story that I've read, it is, you know, a 17-year-old who is a fan of the Grizzlies was like, wow, Ja Morant's going to, you know, wants to see me play basketball. And Ja just, like, you know, does this to keep his skills fresh, right? Yeah, and it's fun for him. Absolutely. So all of that to be said, like, why does this end in you punching a kid? And from the accounts that, you know, have been kind of levied in court already, it seems like the kid checked the basketball too close to John Morant's head. And that's kind of what started the whole kerfuffle. How old is John Morant? 23. 23. He'll be 24 this year. Again, like you said, it seems like like the Someone's therapy, who, the, the therapy, and the you know understanding yeah. who you are and where you yeah. are in society now. That's one thing that he does have to get used to because this is not something. Yeah, it's he just comes he's from. young. He's he's younger than both of us. Absolutely, like, he has to like you know he, understand that. However, the assaulting someone, yeah, that's. But that that's also like he's he's getting into a fight with someone in a basketball game, which is just I I think that kids do that. Like it's just a childish thing to do, and it just happens. Um, the difference is that he's a full grown man and he's beating up a minor, which changes the situation legally, right? But I still think situationally, it's still the same, like overhyped, like in the moment kind of thing. And it's just because he's so young and, uh, and that, I think the therapy can, or the therapy or, um, someone like for lack of a better person, like Shaq or LeBron can talk to him and be like, Hey, I have people who can help you. Hmm. You know, understand your stardom, understand like how how to organize your life. Sure. The difference is is that John Moran's dad is well, so involved. And I, I don't know like, what he said in this. At it all. seems like from the shopping mall story, it seems like from if you've watched any of his games and you see his dad on the sideline, like the family aspect of it is so tightly knit yeah. into who John Morant is and that identity that he holds. So that kind of thing is so hard. To just kind of say, hey, listen, you might have to let some people go. Not saying like you have to estrange yourself from your family, but you have to let your family understand that y- I can't be the call that you make yeah. to say, come protect me at the shopping mall because, you know, a cashier treated me. Yeah. Or you have, to, you have to understand that in some situations, you just have to let it go. Correct. Like n- not everything is a personal attack. Exactly. And it's tough because the Grizzlies, why they've become so polarizing is they do just that. They take everything personally. God, Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson and John Morant, like they all have that chip on their shoulder. And I think it's a Memphis thing because the Grizzlies are just kind of that way. It's always been Mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. Um, But like that team's blueprint is uh, just that gritty, angry, uh, you don't no know who one. you're dealing with kind of kind of, you know, mentality. So I, I don't know if that changes anything. Yeah, maybe the culture of Memphis, the Grizzlies needs to change like and it's probably be better for their entire team. But I understand again, John Morant is young, may not right. be able to distinguish. This is a basketball motivator mm. versus this is a life motivator. Right. Like, and I mean, I've seen a ton of people say like, 
oh, John Morant doesn't realize what he has. Like, does he realize that he's an NBA bat? Like, he's made it. He doesn't need to keep stooping to these levels. Mm -hmm. And I think the answer, the short answer is no, he doesn't realize that. <laughs> uh, and this is going to be the, the thing that puts it over the edge for him to be like, crap, I, I have to be an adult now. And yeah. I have, you know, I have a career. I have something that I've worked my whole life to get out of and it's still dragging me back and it could, you know, potentially hinder what I am able to do. Yeah. All of this to be said, Coca-Cola this week <laughs> picked the worst week of all weeks to reveal that Powerade is signing John Morant as their number <laughs> one spokes athlete. Uh, Powerade takes another hit. God, like year after year. Coca-Cola, do yourself a favor. Next time you're going to sign somebody, call me and just say, oh, what do you think of John Morant? <laughs> just listen to the show and I'll tell you who I think would be a good athlete to you know build around. Jason Tatum, perfect athlete to build around. Zion Williamson might be the best athlete anyone's ever built around because that guy does nothing and he okay. makes tons of money. I, I, was I, mean, to, I was about to say, can we rewind to when I said in the beginning of the year, there's no way Zion does anything this year. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, speaking of winning, wasn't he an all star? <laughs> he was like inexplicably an all star or something like How that. How many games has he played? 12. <laughs> so I honestly want to know. Uh, He's like Anthony Davis. Used he to missed be. the all star game, but he was. Yeah, he was an all star. Yeah, he was supposed I mean, to be a starter. Yes. Come on. It's starter. And James Harden couldn't get in that game. huh? <laughs> Apparently not. He's played 29 games this year. Okay. We so, are 60 games in. <laughs> so like roughly half, but not really. Poor Zion. Poor Zion. Uh, poor Powerade. Because at <laughs> every stretch, they always seem to be like, you know, outplayed by the Gatorades. Gatorade, and, yeah. and even honestly, I, I dare say the body armors of the world. Mm. Right? Who's, the, who's the other one that got um, the NHL? It comes in a square. Biosteel? Biosteel. Oh, bio yep. Yeah. Really official it? official uh, sports drink of the NHL. Put that on the poll. Which <laughs> of the four are you drinking? Are you drinking Gatorade, Powerade, Biosteel, or, body, or armor. body Armor? Which one are you picking? Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade I mean, every time. So, and it's because Gatorade <laughs> doesn't sign people like John Morant. <laughs> Uh, in Some the worst like, week and, and listen, like I Serena Williams like, <laughs> like Sydney said, do you like being right about this? I don't think I'm necessarily right. I, I just listed concerns about why I'm not a John Morant fan and they happen to come to pass all in one calendar week. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not saying John Morant couldn't, you know, just say, all right, I'm rebranding. I'm going to be, you know, the guy who gives back to the community and, you know, does this and that. Um, because he certainly could. He's got the talent to do so. But uh, just an interesting thing and all capped off by the weird Instagram live that seemed so tone deaf. Like of all of the times not to bring your gun, that would be tone the time. Tone deaf is an interesting word for it. Yeah. Why? No, I mean, you're correct. It's tone deaf, but it's... it's it lacks the, uh, you know... It's very... You can see... You can feel the immaturity, I think, is maybe where I'm like... Yeah. Wow. It lacks the forethought and the foresight yeah. to see, you know, oh, crap, probably shouldn't. Given that I'm now sitting out two games because of <laughs> other things, uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't also be going on social media. And he's honestly deactivated his social medias. Yeah, so he did that this morning. You know, that's another part of this story that, you know, he, he's trying. He, he's trying to, like I said, it, it, uh, given the right people, it might funnel him into 
the correct behavior, behavior, or at least a behavior that doesn't hurt him and the people around. And him. to be honest with you, it, it, on the basketball side of things, if he's able to mature in that way and become a leader rather than like just the head of the, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say posse or gang or anything like that, but you know, the leader of his of his locker group, room? right? Sure. I, I think it's something that could leap them into. Oh, Silas thinks they can win the championship, so. Maybe this is the, you know, just an odd way to say it's a reality check a little bit. <laughs> no pun intended because he checked the basketball into that guy's head. But, you know, a reality check. I didn't see that Dylan Brooks had been suspended. I just found that right now. Yeah. It's just one game. But. The Grizzlies, it's punch after punch because the John Morant situation is one thing. But they just lost their backup power forward who averages 10 points a game, Jordan Clark. He's gone for the year because he tore his Achilles tendon. Mm-hmm. John Morant is out for at least two games, could be longer based with all this stuff. And Dylan Brooks got suspended this week as well. Mm. Just it's a grind city, as as they say in Memphis. Thick and thin, whichever is the bad one, that's <laughs> where they're at. That's where they're at. Yeah. Um, that is, I guess, we'll do it for the for the first segment here. Um, after the break, we'll get into. A sport that, you know, obviously basketball has been played for a while. Uh, This sport is just starting this week. In the rough again? You need a new way to set up and track your shots. Introducing Bogey Buster, the all-encompassing golf app that lets you see the course like you've never seen before. Using any phone's camera, you can see the exact path that your ball takes on each and every shot, giving you real-time feedback so you can make quick adjustments. Having trouble seeing the green? Use the contour map feature to see exactly how your ball's gonna roll. Need to see distance to the pin? Our GPS-supported feature allows you to see exactly how far you are from the hole and gives you a recommendation on what club to use. You can also look back and track your improvement by seeing all of your past scorecards. Bogey Buster is already supported at thousands of courses throughout the U.S. and is growing every day. It is truly an all-in-one golf tool. Download Bogey Buster and start knocking shots off your game today. And now for your headline huddle. Friend of the show, Carson Wentz, was released by the Washington Commanders last week, marking the third consecutive offseason transition for the former Eagles first-round pick. Wentz went 2-5 as the starter in Washington last season with 1,755 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, and 9 interceptions. Wentz hopes to land in his fourth franchise in four years and has expressed openness to being a backup or a role quarterback in order to get there. The XFL season is now underway, and the 0-2 Orlando Guardians have cut and promptly reinstated their quarterback, Quentin Dormady, following allegations that he shared the team's playbook with other league teams. The XFL is conducting a formal investigation into the allegations. The Guardians face the 1-1 Arlington Renegades in Week 3. And finally, Jackson Mahomes, younger brother, MVP Patrick Mahomes, is back in headlines this week after allegations of assaulting two employees at a Kansas City restaurant last week. Mahomes and his attorneys have denied all allegations despite video evidence of the incident. They claim the video takes the events out of context. The Kansas City Police Department is investigating the incident. 
Back to you, Evan and Silas. You know, Carson Wentz, if he wasn't open to being a backup, then what the hell are you doing, dude? Like, of course he's open to being a backup because there's no other option. I mean, you can go start in the USFL or the XFL. I was I was surprised you said friend of the show. Yeah, I know. That was a joke. Friend of who? Not me. It was a joke. Not me. Anymore. Evan, maybe. Yeah. Former His jerseys have been converted. Also, AJ if, Brown jerseys. If there's video, like, you know how many, like, it takes such balls to say, to say something that video is not happen. true. Yeah, that's not me. And granted, we live in a time where people can just make whatever they want, like deep faking videos and this and that. But like when it's grainy TMZ footage of like clearly was cut right out of the restaurants, like security cameras, security care. Like, come on. That's a, uh, speaking of people. They took it out of context. Do you need additional context? Have you watched the video? Uh, I have yes. watched it. Do you need additional context? No, certainly yep. not. I don't think so. Uh, okay. I think that's also that case is signed, sealed, delivered. Those lawyers are when you put it in the context of who he is. It exactly. also is for the case. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Uh, just, you know, odd stuff all around here. Also, I don't know why you would ever reinstate a quarterback who's even alleged sharing of a playbook that's while they're still investigating too like just i, I, I mean you can cut him or bench him until he's until how large could the xfl's research and investigating department be there's I mean, two that's weeks one there's guy, two weeks of games no, to investigate that is one guy who's like hey yeah sure i guess i'll get into you know also, investigating xfl stuff they like they call him the week two and he's like what what already also i can't <laughs> imagine that his salary cap hit is so hard that you can't just cut him because he's making like 60 grand a year playing football like just let him go like you spend a billion dollars the rock i'm talking to you like on buying this crappy league. It really begs the question who alleged it and why did they share the why did they share the playbook and just let this guy take the ball? They're like, I didn't share it. It was it was Quentin. Poor Quentin. When I saw the picture of him, I was like, oh, that's Joe Flacco. I was like, what's Joe Flacco doing? Because <laughs> it looks exactly like him. Joe Flacco in the XFL collision course. <laughs> uh, we have a new sport to cover here. A brand new sport. You've never heard of it. Uh, you've probably never heard of it. Uh, it does start this week. It's, it started already. Um, if you can, if you can believe it, Evan is the most excited of, wow. of all of us. I'm so excited about this sport. So we're going to uh, take a trip back into the F1 corner. Wow. Yeah. Grosjean's out of this race. Kimi Raikkonen is under pressure once again from Kriak. Kriak's going to have a go into turn one. Oh, dear. Sebastian Vettel has been given a five-second time penalty. Gasly comes home to take second place. So we're back here. Last time we checked in the F1 quarter, I said wrap it up. Yeah. Max won the championship. Yep. I was right. The rest of the season was boring. It was a snooze fest. Except here we go. The drama with oh, yes. with seats. That's right. Seats being t- spots on the team. Uh, if you're not a huge F1 fan, there's two two drivers for every team, uh, and they're very coveted seats. You figure NFL team has a bunch of people on their team. Right now, imagine an NFL team, but there's only two spots. Very very competitive. Everyone wants them, and you never want to leave. 
So there was some shuffling around. We've got some new people. We've got an American on a team. Uh, Logan Sargent, possibly the most American name ever to race in Formula One. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. Um, Sarge. Yeah. Him, Nick DeVries, Nico Hulkenberg, if you can call him a rookie. He was in here before. The Hulk. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> holds the record for the most races without making a single podium. Yeah. Uh, and then Oscar Piastri all the way at the bottom. But so we had the first GP today in Bahrain. GP stands for Grand, Grand Prix. Yeah. Grand Prix. Grand, Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Uh, and to the surprise of no one, we had a Red Bull 1-2. So they won first and second completely dominated everything at every level dominated in qualifying dominated in practice. Um, however, this race was in Bahrain and there's the Bahrain curse. Mm. You win the win the first race of the season and get pole position in qualifying. Yeah, you're not going to win the championship. Interesting. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then another another summation is Ferrari again has a summation summation. That's, That's a real word. No, I know. It's just, <laughs> it's just funny. It's good. Another summation. Uh, Ferrari has reliability pl- problems again. Mm. Charles Leclerc pulled out of the race mm. for apparently no reason. Oh boy. But their strategy seems to be okay. So that's good. Uh, and the other big storyline from this is Aston Martin and old Fernando Alonso, the most qualified driver in history. He's 40 years old. Jesus. Got a podium today. Third place. Not bad. From a team that was in the very back last year. Um, so that is the... Uh, that's, <laughs> that's the summation. Update. That's a, a preview yeah, going it, in. Bring it, sorry. Uh, bring, it, bring, it, bring it to speed. Uh, yeah. Mercedes again. Fifth and seventh. Uh, they lost to an engine customer, which you never want to do. Yeah. Like if Haas... This is an over-exaggeration. If a Haas beat Ferrari huge issue because they're selling you an engine. Mm. If I'm selling Silas an engine and he beats me with it, then I'm like, I should be like, oh crap, I missed something. Right. So Mercedes sells their engine to Aston Martin and they got absolutely tromped by Aston Martin. So Lewis Hamilton and George Russell have something to uh, have uh, some work to do. Maybe that, not them. Maybe they're the engineers. That's the only thing I've heard uh, heading into this season was that Aston Martin was going to be a sleeper, that they were actually mm-hmm. going to be really good this year and that Lewis does not think they're going to be any good. He thinks Mercedes is... Uh, he tends to be right. Yeah. Uh, uh, the guy yesterday, I heard my dad... This is... I like to get my F1 news third hand. So this is dad repeating a guy's repeating of an actual... Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he said Lewis was very pessimistic. Probably the most openly pessimistic he's been going into a season. And there, I mean, every time you want to go out and win a championship, the best way to do so is to immediately, before anything's even been done, <laughs> is to just doubt yourself Sand and doubt the everything. team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here's the thing, and and this is going to be some nerd stuff real quick. Welcome to Nerd Corner. Uh, Can we get imaging for that? Yeah. I'll try. Nerd Corner. It's like, <laughs> like just a little <laughs> snort and sound. It's actually perfect. I yeah. don't even need to do imaging. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Uh, nerd Corner. Uh, Mercedes's car is very different than everyone else's car, uh, especially last year. Uh Ferraris is also very different in a different way, but uh, Mercedes's design would be considered extremely radical. They shrunk a lot of the body work down and have um, I'm trying to do this as simple as possible um, have really focused on getting the bottom of the car impo- the most important part. Uh, that is to say it did not work at all last year and 
if you're on a team like that, switching concepts is a huge undertaking and you're already behind in your current design. If you switch concepts, you're even farther behind because now you've driven the car less and less and you've learned less and less. At least if they stayed with that concept, then they have something that they've learned. They have a direction. So they came back with an updated concept that was similar to last year's concept. It is improved, but not enough. So there are rumors that there's a plan B car that Mercedes has been working on that is more similar to the Red Bull car, which every team except for Ferrari and Haas has copied. So if you're Mercedes, I just it, it is it worrying. It, it doesn't <laughs> bode well if you're, you know, behind the eight ball. Like just do it, you know, do it your way. Stick with the game plan. Yeah, but if that ceiling is never high enough. Well, then I guess you got to go back to the drawing board, but I, I, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, having a very limited knowledge of F1, um, it seems like it's not really competitive, I guess. Like they're trying to make it more competitive. The thing yeah. is, is that last year was a new set of regulations. So everyone was like, yeah, let's just pick something. Sure. Pick a concept. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah. And Red Bull happened to get it right. Right. Like last, I don't want to say it was luck because that's discounting their engineers. Yeah, but they happened to their idea would happen to be the best idea. Right. Um. And again, more nerd stuff like Mercedes historically have designed a car that has a very limited operating window, which is like a very limited situations that the car is the best at. Yeah. However, they've been allowed to add mechanical features to the car that move that window back and forth to always have the car in that window. The stupid thing is, is that the FIA has every time Mercedes does something, the FIA says next year that's banned next year's that ban that's banned. And now with the budget cap and the new regulations, it's really hard to um, push those innovations. Sure. Uh, which is a shame because F1 as much as it is a driver sport, it's also an engineering sport, right? Like there's a reason why they haven't done spec racing, which is they say, here's a car. Right. This is the one you have to use. That's it. You can change like slight tires and suspension, but no arrow, no nothing. Um, and I think I think that the regulations have stifled that a little bit. But again, I am a Mercedes fan and I am an engineer. So both of those would be negatives for this for me. Now, as somebody who's not a fan and I mean, Sydney is more locked into this than I am. And I'm not locked into this. I'm you, locked. You have tasked us with yes. just, what, blind guessing? Or? Blind guessing. So do you guys have access to the driver lineup right now? Absolutely. Uh, Looking at it right now. Yeah. So typical things in F1 media is I, I've, I've gotten the six things that people always pick. Okay. And I thought, what would be better than the red shirt water boys formula one experts mm -hmm. yeah to also make these predictions perfect and by experts i mean not me oh okay you too perfect so really this will be this will be so good yeah we'll come back to this in december <laughs> it's a long season it is um and we'll, we'll 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 check in to see see you could you could pick the obvious answer Mm -hmm. You could look at uh, DraftKings and see where the odds no, lie. No, no, no. That's not fun. Or you can have a little fun. Sure. Pick some fun stuff. And uh, maybe maybe I'll add some. If you one of you gets more than, let's say, three right. Wow. Maybe I have to do some sort of challenge. Oh, okay. All right. 
Put a little, See, put a little spin on it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. A little prize. So we start obviously with the World Drivers Championship. So this yes. is the driver that wins it all. Okay. The obvious choice would be Max. Okay. So I, I guess. What I'll, were you thinking? I'll start. I will say Max, but I will come back to my reasoning a little bit later. Sydney, go ahead. I mean, why pick against Max? Mm. For injury, a little, little Sergio Perez coming in there. No, okay. no, I got Max. <laughs> okay, what's your reasoning? Um, well, I guess I don't know what the other questions are, so I'll give my reasoning once. Okay, we get to the other questions. What's right. next? The World Constructors Championship. What so, the so hell in, is this? in so in Formula One. <laughs> You can win as an individual, and yes. then you also win as a team. Sure. So two years ago, Max won the drivers' championship. Remember, right. Mercedes won the constructors' championship. Right, right. Last year, Red Bull won both. Correct. So now you can pick the team. So maybe their their one guy doesn't score the most points, but together their two teammates score the most points. So I think Sydney kind of led on that. Like Aston Martin is is a sleeper, but I like I want to say. Red Bull, but again, that's not interesting. It's okay. I'll you say pick them. I'll, yeah, I'll say Red Bull just because I think that they're going to do something that has never been done this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, stay tuned for what that might be. <laughs> okay, great. I'll take Aston Martin. Oh, on a hunch. No, no, no information backing that it's, up. That's everyone overheard, else, overheard, overheard. But if everyone else is copying your car. Boom. That's automatic. That's constructors. True. What is it? The build a bear workshop. It's oh. the build a bear workshop championship. Constructors <laughs> Home Depot sponsored by Lowe's. <laughs> uh, the next question that most people talk is a surprise podium. This so podium one. is one through three. Yes. Um, someone who is not typically, you know, predicted to get one. Gotcha. So look at the bottom half. This is my e- this is easy for me. This right. is my boy. Yes. Uh was was mentioned briefly when I accidentally flipped onto ESPN today and saw <laughs> racing instead of Sports Center. Uh this guy seemed to have something going, something cooking. Uh Guan Yu Zhao. <laughs> is that him? Uh his name is Zhou Guan Yu. <laughs> what no, it says Guan Yu Zhao right there. I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. It's a little well, confusing. Well, you would know. What yeah. is it? Zhou Guan Yu. Zhou Guan Yu. That's yeah. who I'm going with. Okay. First Chinese driver ever. Yeah. First, chi- first Chinese driver ever. And I'm not even going to say this is going to be like a sneak into third. He's going to get second. Oh, they do, they do have a good car. How about that? Aston Martin. Also, that team just got bought by Audi. Boom. So by 2026, it'll change over to Audi. Also, he's a huge basketball fan. I, listen, how could you not be? This is a no-brainer for me. Yeah. Go ahead, Sydney. This is what are we doing? Surprise podium still? Yes. Mm, Nick DeVries. Wow. Wow. Nick DeVries. So the junior flying Dutchman. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. We should be in charge of making everybody's nicknames. I think we could do that. <laughs> I think well. We should go through every driver and no, make no. a name. Good, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're saying a Red Bull Junior will beat Red Bull. Yeah. Oh. Sure. oh. That would be a surprise. It's ha- it would be a surprise. That's it right. has happened. Yeah. Uh, so now is what they call the biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. That's not a podium. Gotcha. So this could be surprise win. Mm-hmm. Could be a surprise. Here's where I'll lead on. Yes. To what I've been alluding to uh, for the rest of 
Yeah, good. Okay. For the rest of what we've talked about. So I, I've, you know, obviously I've already said I think Max is going to win the championship. I've already said that I believe Red Bull, for their credits to everyone else's car, will win the constructors. Uh, I don't think Red Bull loses a race this year. I think Max Verstappen goes, however, how, what, how many races are there? Uh, 23. I think he goes 23 for 23. Max does. 25 a points. Absolute sweep. For each race. I, I believe that is how dominant we are about to see Red Bull and Max go. That would be a surprise, as I believe it has never happened before. Am it has I never happened. Okay, so this is the year where F1, we're in this place where, you know, it's building, it's growing, it's growing. Here it is, the domination uh, dominant performance of a lifetime. Max Verstappen will not lose a race. Mm. He will get first every single time this year. Wow. Sydney, what's your biggest surprise? <laughs> uh, George Russell outperforming Lewis Hamilton on the season totals. Again. Oh! Again. Again? He did it last year. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's, a, that's a pretty decent prediction. Wow. How about, uh, how, about, how about Logan? You know, but it's okay. not really a surprise. No, don't say him because he's my next answer. <laughs> okay. Keep him right, in your pocket. Right, sorry. Right, I will. Next question. Yeah. Biggest disappointment. Wow. Sheesh. Logan Sargent on an international stage as the first American F1 driver. Is he the first, Evan? No, he's not the first. Okay. First in my viewership. He's first uh, will recently. Fail miserably. I, I think disappointment is an interesting way because, like, if you are the only something anything you do is put up on a pedestal. So like if you're the first American driver in a while, let's mm -hmm. say, you know, anything he does is going to be applauded except you, for if he doesn't get any points at all. This is, this is going to be somebody uh, who has expectations and fails to meet them. Um, obviously Max Verstappen not going 23 for 23 would be my biggest disappointment, uh, but I'm not going to go him. I'm going to say Lewis Hamilton will fall outside the top 10 drivers. Wow. That is what I will say. Mm. Interesting. Um, he will get bypassed by, you know, other, other teams, other cars. I just think from what Evan has told me, this is not a team to bet on this year. And given that Mercedes has an illustrious history, I think the expectations will be met with disappointment this year. So that is my biggest disappointment. Hmm. Sorry, Evan. That's Sorry. fine. I I just caution you against Mercedes as they don't. Uh, they are a machine. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> listen, and I'm railing against it. I say they're the only team to come back from like bottoms, like the center of the team, to then come back up to winning and within the same season. Again, that's really <laughs> that, that's impressive. Uh, not when you have somebody who's winning 23 races in a row. Uh, I just that's true. That's, that, true. that's where my head is. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the last question who leaves at the end of the season or loses their seat mm. Yuki that's a really good guess Yuki Yuki Sonoda. Yes. that's sad Sydney really targeting the Alpha Tauri drivers in this no um listen I, I think there's a lot of good answers here I mean Oscar rough start Hey, did you notice that his name's really close to Oscar Pistorius? <laughs> yes, I did. He's also from. Well, He's, wait, where was Oscar? No, no, no. South Africa. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. They have the same flag. No, no. they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> never mind. Really? I'm getting New Zealand. Uh, I will go with somebody who I think is old. Uh, like I don't want to go Fernando. He's you know 
He's going to have a good season. He'll be back. Uh, I'll go Kevin Magnuson. <laughs> I was oh. say him. Interesting in that you know, little, uh Do you know the backstory of why he... So he has lost his seat before. Oh, Formula has he? One. Yeah. Interesting. He used, to, he used to drive for Haas. Okay. And then last year when the Russian-Ukraine conflict happened, yes. they fired the Russian driver and pulled him back up. So, yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, one season of disappointment, they'll have enough of this, uh, you know, Enough of his shenanigans. Exactly. Yeah. So I think he's he's Danish, is he not? He is Danish. Yeah. They're gonna a Dane. serve him up like a cheese Danish. <laughs> See oh, you, Magnuson. Jesus. Jesus. So that's, so, that's so, what I so with that, I think our viewers are are plugged in, locked in. They're on the ground level. Mm-hmm. They listen to us. Our expert opinions. Uh I didn't pick anything. You didn't? No. And nor <laughs> will you. It, no, I won't because I'll Hold everything back again because you would only let the experts pick. Yeah, I mean, I'm just some charlatan on this on this podcast. My God, you're Formula just One. throwing words around today. Let that not be forgotten. Wow. Okay, so hopefully you at home have done your own predictions. Please feel free to tweet them out to us. Oh, yeah. Um, and also I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't mention our own Hunter Connolly. Oh, yes. Our Formula One expert yes. begins his season. That's right. Today. IndyCar. In, in, in the IndyCar championship. Wow. Look for him in the back left corner. He's got his face everywhere, man. Uh, after the break, we will talk a little bit about how another sport that we love so much has changed. Hey, sports fans. Are you sick of getting dogged by other sports books? Need something different and exciting to bet on? Well, introducing my vet bet, the only sports book that doesn't monkey with your money. With thousands of prop bets across all your favorite sports, from horse racing to dog shows, fishing and more, you'll never run out of things to bet on. And with our new Ask a Vet feature, you can ask the advice of a real licensed veterinarian and what their thoughts are on the competitors so you can have the confidence that you're making a great bet every time. My Vet Bet, where there is always a bonus for betting the underdog. We're offering $100 in free bets with promo code NEUTER. Our betting is no bull. So join us at My Vet Bet and leave those other sports books to the wolves. Welcome back. Um, so we've talked basketball. We've talked F1. You know, we haven't talked. What have we not talked? I think we've hit every, every single sport. Oh, are we correct? Ooh. (laughs) Save that for later. No, do not put that in there. Hockey. The hockey way. Baseball is the sport we're going to cover next. Uh, if, if you've been watching spring training, maybe you're, kind of excited. It's a shame the Sixers got me so invested again last night because I was so looking forward to just cruising on into baseball town. Yeah, gun and pass. I'm a Spurs fan, so like I don't need to pay attention to my team anyway. So I was just going on past to uh, to spring training and and baseball. But it's an interesting (laughs) spring training because this is the first one where we're seeing the new rules that baseball has implemented uh, actually be put into play. Um, those rules are obviously the pitch clock, uh, 
you know, pitchers and, and balking. They have to make a complete stop now. Um, the they, base al- size. they always had to, but it's, you know, a little bit wonky now. The base size, uh, the shift got banned. A lot of things are, are changing all at once. So it's almost like a new product we're watching. I don't know if you guys have watched any of the fallout from these things, but I watched a guy get struck out in 30 seconds. There you go. See, and that can happen in the new baseball. I can't wait. Um, but, you know, to your point, the most controversial of these rule changes has by far been the pitch clock. And if you're wondering, like, hey, what's what's pitch clock? Don't know what that is. Uh, the pitcher now kind of has like a shot clock like thing that they have to at least start their throwing motion 15 seconds after they get the ball back from the catcher. If this nobody's on base, 20 seconds. If they 20, are. right. 20 seconds if somebody's on base. This is just in an effort to speed the game up, make things a little bit more appealing for younger fans, whatever. So far, not so good because we've had pitchers who are interrupted in the middle of throwing motions. Uh, we've had, you know, batters also so this isn't just something that the pitchers have to keep an eye out for it's something the batters also have to keep an eye out for i think they have eight seconds also they have to be ready by the pitch clock saying eight seconds and not ready as in like in the box or what ready is you have to be locked dead locked in on the pitcher uh you have to be ready for the pitch Mm. um so we've seen you know guys be struck out in the end of an inning because they weren't ready, quote unquote. Um, I saw there was the Twins were playing the Phillies, and uh, one of their star players stepped out of the batter's box and quickly scampered right back in because he, you know, forgot that he has to play this new brand of baseball. And I think so far I've heard nothing but negative things about really? the rule changes because I think it, what you're going to see. The people who watch spring training are the people who like baseball. The nerds. Like, oh, come on, come on. You know, so they're going to be like, what the heck is this thing? Once we get into it, everyone gets a little bit used to it. I think we'll get better. The biggest thing for me, get that pitch clock off the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. I don't want to experience any pitch clock until the ump calls something. Mm-hmm. Because uh... the pitch clock, it's just so like, uh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Get the pitch. You know, like. It doesn't make I don't you like want to watch more. No, not at all. See, I, I, I we talked about this. Is I I don't think uh, I don't think we have the final product of these new rules yet. Mm. I think wait until the first like televised game. I mean, um, they're being televised. I now, mean, the but... televised real game, yeah. like with more fan in real ballparks, more fans in the ballpark. Like, right. I think that that will be the real temperature test I, of I, these new rules. And I think that's a good point by you. I just think. <laughs> that this is the first iteration and we just have to see the pendulum kind of settle somewhere. Well, and it'll, a lot of these things, like the sloppiness and kind of the rush feeling, I think will rectify itself by the time the regular season starts. Um, This is just people still getting used to it and ironing out the kinks in that. There's also like, I I don't know if you guys saw the viral clip of Max Scherzer, but what Max Scherzer was doing is he was waiting and waiting and waiting. He was ready at like 12 seconds. Yeah. So he's counting at 12, 11, 10, and he's just standing there. Mm-hmm. And, and the batter has in. to stay ready because you never know when he's going to throw the pitch. He wind, wound it down to like five or four seconds, and the batter finally took a timeout. Mm-hmm. He only gets one timeout yeah. per at-bat. So once Max Scherzer knows, okay, now he doesn't have a timeout anymore, 
I can throw at will, basically. Then he's just pumping fastballs by him by like three seconds, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. within three seconds of each other. And boom, that's how you get a strikeout in 20 seconds. So uh, there's going to be some sort of learning curve. Yeah, to this it. is the break in period, I think. Um, but already you're seeing people use that to their strategic advantage. Um, and I think a lot of pitchers actually like it because they're like, it keeps the advantage on us mm-hmm. because there's rules now that you can't keep calling timeout. You can't, you know, step out of the box and you got to really pay attention because the pitcher holds all the cards in that, in that scenario. Let's spin a wheel, Evan. It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah. Free parking still remains That's, at six. Yep. Yep. Let's go. Um, let's do national parks. It's blue. I like the blue and the special Olympics blue and orange. The Boys and Girls Club. You know, I thought about that. That's the other blue one with national parks. Congratulations to the Boys and Girls Club. So congratulations, Boys and Girls Club. You win a donation. Uh, not doubled because Evan didn't guess it, but hey, Sorry. maybe next time. Maybe next time. Uh, we'll be back next week. 96. We're, we're getting up there, guys. About to we'll die. be back next week. The clocks are changing. Oh, God, please, American lawmakers, please make They're, this the last They were one. talking about it this week. Do the right are, thing. Please do the right. Just just end it, okay? Certain traditions are made to wait end. Until we, just, sorry, wait until we spring forward and then don't change it. Just, I'm done with this. I don't want to have to keep sleeping and losing sleep and getting sleep and losing sleep. Leave my sleep alone. The Red Shirt Waterboys podcast. Need a refill? Listen to past shows by subscribing to our podcast feed. Stay in the loop by following us on social media. On Twitter, at redshirt underscore pod. On Instagram, redshirt underscore waterboys. Or just email us at redshirtwaterboys at gmail.com. <laughs>